Welcome, everybody, to the Mongols Preview Show. This is Steve. With me is Justin Ashcraft. We are sponsored by Roughneck Scarves and the Beautiful Game Network. Tonight, we're going to break down all the stats between the Riverhounds matchup with Indy 11 coming up this Saturday. Hey, Justin, how are you this week? Well, Indy just lost, so I'm feeling really, really good. Wait, what was that? Who just lost? Uh, Indy just lost to Atlanta United, too. The team that we're going to play Saturday just lost again? Yeah. What? What, what, is, what does that do to them? Um, I think that actually means that we control our destiny for first place. Wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me the Hounds controlled their... De- okay, okay, okay. I can't keep this up. Yes, you are right. The Hounds controlled their destiny for first place. We've got five games left. If we win those games, we are in first, and there's nothing anybody else can do about it. So that means this weekend, this is a huge game. Uh, Indy is uh, one point ahead of us with the same number of games in the standings. Um uh, we've both played, uh, us and Indy, played one less game than the other teams fighting for those four spots in the top five. So uh, Indy and us, we have the advantage uh, in terms of games played. Um, we, we get an extra one in there. Um, but we face Indy, and so, uh, yeah, the outcome of this is is huge and could potentially be the game that determines first place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. I think you look at a couple of things, right? So I think you look at Hounds at home, Indy on the road, kind of what's been happening this season overall. Indy on the road, six wins, six losses, and one draw. So pretty even between wins and losses, and they did get a draw in there. Hounds at home, obviously, we still haven't lost since 2018. Uh, so nine wins, no losses, and six draws. So um, I think that just shows how well we play uh, kind of at home and how Indy um, plays. Uh, oh, yeah, and they were on the road tonight. So yeah. six wins and seven losses yep. on the road. Um, so, yeah, uh, it could be a very interesting game. It really could be. Um, and not only did they lose tonight and up their road count loss, uh, uh, in their last five, though, Indy comes in, they've dropped to losses in three of their past five. Um they haven't tied in that stage. I mean, they don't tie often, so um, it's not a big thing. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, this is a team that um, they are not looking as strong as they did. It looks like maybe that schedule congestion is uh, is catching up with them. Um, so hopefully that continues to happen. And uh, I, I, what I'm really happy about is we got the win on the road uh, in the makeup game at Memphis with heavy squad rotation um mm-hmm. so we should be able to roll out a starting 11 that uh that is strong and has the opportunity to uh to do some stuff in this game against indy so um yeah i think in over like even if you look at the mm-hmm. overall records right so indy is seven, 17 wins seven losses five draws hounds have 15 wins four losses and 10 draws i think a lot of times we complain about those draws and we complain about how oh my gosh um you know we complain about how the hounds draw a lot of games um and but it's cool because i think those are 10 points those 10 draws are 10 points um that we wouldn't have um if we had lost five of those games or something like that so i think that shows how important those draws can be 
Um, we might see at the end of the season, depending what happens over these last five games, how detrimental those draws can be. But as of now, those draws are putting us in that kind of uh, if we weren't if we had lost some of those games, we would be down where Louisville is at 50 points rather than at 55 and right under first place. So it's a crazy thing. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this a little bit with uh, Mike and Josh as well, though. Um, but isn't it crazy how, I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, we were asking the question, are the Hounds going to host a playoff game? And now tonight, our conversation starts out with, we can be in first, and it's in our control. Yep, yep. Crazy. So, crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, great point, I think. And and it is, I think you're right, exactly, because we've been able to find ways to draw games instead of losing games. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, let's talk a little bit maybe then about uh, the defensive matchup, because I think that's what is going to be probably the talking points of this game uh, as we go into it. And then uh, that's probably what what the guys are going to talk about uh, next week when they're looking back at this game. Yeah. And I think uh, what's interesting is like, um, so you might feel like, oh, you guys had the same conversation last week about Nashville. Yep, we did. Um, so if you look at the bottom four teams and goals conceded, so, um, when you look in the entire league, this isn't even just Eastern conference, but you look at the bottom four teams in goals conceded, you have India at 23, Nashville at 25, Tampa at 26 and Pittsburgh at 28. And guess who the top four teams are in the Eastern conference right now, Pittsburgh, Tampa, Nashville, and Indy. So I think that just shows you defense rules in the Eastern conference, um, and that doesn't change with Indy. So um, Indy, on the course of the season, like I said, has given up 23 goals in 28 games. Very stingy defense. And keeper Evan Newton's right up there for the Golden mm-hmm. Glove. They've had 12 clean sheets, and they've only conceded one penalty all season long. So really good defense. Yeah, I mean, I, I think what I also find interesting about that is they've allowed less goals. Um, than the Hounds, um, but we've got more clean sheets. So that means when they have allowed goals, uh, it, it's more likely that those goals are spread out as well. So they may still be getting wins even when they're allowing some goals. Whereas, whereas for us, maybe that's where a couple of our losses, I mean, we know some of our losses came in there and we had a number of 2-2 draws earlier in the season where um, we weren't getting clean sheets and our, our goals against were going up. So... Um, yeah, I mean, definitely some differences, but some, some similarities, a defensive, defensive team. Um, and I guess I'm just going to say, uh, uh, I, I never feel bad for a Red Bulls team, but you totally discounting them as, as top in, in the East. Uh, I think I'm okay with that. No. And, and if they, if they <laughs> drop out because, you know, you, you predicted that the top four are, are Pittsburgh, Tampa, Nashville, and Indy, and then they're the fifth one out, that's okay too. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just said, <laughs> when you look at the top four, I mean, obviously the Red Bulls are there, but we know that Red Bull, like, we know that Red Bull, they play a totally different style of offense. Like, they play a totally different style of soccer than all these other teams. I mean, and we talked about that in the mm-hmm. middle of the season yep. when we were trying to decide what's the new Lily Ball and blah, blah, blah. Like, Red Bull, like, just score. And, like, they will, they win these games four to three. You know, and it's like they're not never going to be the top defensive team in the league, um, but they are. You know, but they do score a lot of goals too. So mm-hmm. um, they just play a totally different style of soccer than Nashville, India, Tampa, and Pittsburgh do. Um, so yeah, just a very yeah. interesting kind of stat there. Yeah, yeah, I think um, be... 
Yeah. I was going to say, the yeah. other thing about yeah. that clean sheets is we are now tied, um, and we lead the league with 14 clean sheets. Phoenix also, Phoenix Rising also has 14 clean sheets, which, looking back at last year, both Phoenix and Pittsburgh ended up with 17 clean sheets and led the league. So, just some more parallels between last season and this season. That's that's interesting. I had not realized that uh, we were right up there with, with Phoenix tying at 17 last year, and we... We could do that again, or hey, maybe we'll beat them uh, with clean sheets this year. Who knows? Um, I, mm-hmm. I, I could see us, I mean, having a chance to to be getting even more. So, mm-hmm. yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, some of the other things to talk about then with this game. Uh, Indy, yeah, we know they're defensive. Um, uh, but I think as well looking at what they can do with the ball. Um, they're good when they've got the ball at their feet um, and they're moving the ball around. So uh, average possession for them, 55%. So um, they're definitely a team that's going to control. Um, and I'd expect to see that be high against us. I doubt we're going to go for a possession game. We usually don't. Um, that's not our style. Um, uh, but they're also good passing, uh, 80% passing accuracy on the season. So, um, I mean, they're a team that is going to be moving the ball around if they get to play their way. So it's going to be important for us to disrupt them, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, that's just going to be on the midfielders. That's going to be on, you know, um, Dabo, Forbes, Mertz, Kerr, whoever kind of starts uh, in the midfield. Um, it's like, can you press? Can you read the game? Can you step in front of passes? Um, because they hit a lot of passes. They're actually third in the league for the number of passes they've hit. 13,500 passes this season that puts them at third in the league um so they hit a lot of passes and they hit him they hit him accurately so um it's going to be can these guys kind of make good steps and um get in the way of some of this possession game that they play yeah um we also know they can score goals they've had a number of goal scores throughout the season uh tyler pasher has been the guy that's put it in the back of the net the most for them uh, and he's followed by Dane Kelly. So Tyler has 10, Dane has 7. It, it does spread out a little bit behind them, uh, but if you actually take a look back through and look at uh, the players that they've utilized this season, um, they had a guy that ended up going out to Sacramento uh, in, I think it was beginning of August. Um, he had five goals for them before he transferred. Uh, and then a number of other guys that have been starting to get more playing time as of recently that are starting to climb the goal scoring charts. So uh, I, I think their team, they're going to find ways to uh, try to put the ball on net. Um, and, and they've got a couple mm-hmm. of weapons, so something to, to, to look out for. Though I do want to say Dane Kelly, as of late, has not been starting. Uh, he's been coming no, right. in a lot off the bench. So, uh, so that's also something. I mean, they've got a guy that they can bring in that can be a weapon. For sure. Um, yeah, I think it's just uh, it's a big thing to kind of watch the goal scorers on the other team. And it always like it's always interesting to me how former players. I said this on on the show this week, but it's always interesting to see how former players come in and play against their former teams. Um, sometimes that can freak players out and then they don't play as well as they could. Sometimes it encourages them and then they play better than they can. Um, so it's like, can Tyler Pasher, um, you know, having been in Pittsburgh, um, can he kind of keep the, you know, adrenaline under control, but in a way that helps his team. Um, and if he can, maybe he'll have a really good game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
One other thing that I think is important for everybody to keep an eye on, uh, this isn't so much stats, but there's some stats behind this. Uh, so Indy played against Atlanta 2 tonight and lost 2-1. to one. Um, In that game, they started eight players who are in their top 11 for players on their roster currently for total minutes on the season. Um, so they put out a really strong lineup. Um they also had another guy, Matt Watson. Um, he seems to have lost his starting spot, but he was their captain last year. Um, and he's been seeing a lot of time off the bench, so he played tonight as well. Um, and then they had, for 20 minutes, brought in two players uh, as that are among their top 14 in minutes played, um, guys that are key for them. So they're going to have some options, but they're also going to have a number of players that they haven't been able to rotate maybe the way they wanted to. And I think that's what happened tonight. They were down 2-1. They didn't have the luxury to keep those guys on the bench. Um, But what's most interesting for that is those guys were midfielders and forwards that were getting the rest. Their defenders have been playing pretty much this entire stretch of games where they've been going multiple games a week. Um, So hopefully our guys can uh, push up against uh, those defenders, make them have to run a lot and chase. Um, uh, Those guys may be pretty vulnerable due to having some tired legs. For sure. And I think that that's, um, I think that's the interesting thing too. I mean, I think um, Indy has played a lot of games in the last couple of weeks um, more than we have. I think this is their sixth game in the last 24 days. Um, and so if I'm remembering from my article that I wrote for BGN written on Monday. Um, yeah, so I think it's go check that out anyway. Um, but I think it was, you know, they've played six. I think it's I think this is their sixth game or seventh game. Um, this even this this coming game will be their seventh game in the month of September. So they played a lot of games this month. Um, and so I think, yeah, this, this kind of rotation and the thing that they're having to do is, is starting to wear on their team a little bit. Yeah. So last thing I've got for you, Justin, is, uh, we talked on Sunday night, uh, the four of us gave our score predictions. Uh, so I wanted to revisit that. Um, you and I had both said along with Mike, uh, two, one, uh, over Indy. Um, Justin, do you want to change your mind? I'm no. I think this defense is strong, so I think it's going to be hard to um, put. Um, I mean, if I would change it, I would go two zero instead of two one. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think we're going to get any more than two past Indy. Um, just how stingy they've been this season. Um, or I guess the Hounds could come home and like be in front of their home ground and kind of explode, but. I think it'll be I think it'll be either two zero or two one. So no, not really. Okay. How, how about you? Um, you know, I I, I want to say two zero at this point. Um, I I was really not sure about the lineup that we rolled out against Memphis with so much squad rotation. Uh, I was a little nervous. I was like, oh man, did 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 they just blow this game? We ended up getting the goal. Uh, and shutting them down for the rest of the night. Uh, and if anybody was paying attention to Twitter, um, six clean sheets in a row. Um, I just don't see that slowing down anytime soon. I mean, these guys are playing great defense. And, I mean, they're shutting down good teams. They're shutting down fast players. Um, they're coming up with big blocks at timely uh, moments. Um, and you know what? I'll apologize to Austin Pack because he had a pretty good game. Uh, I was not a believer on Sunday night. Um, he played pretty well. Um, so yeah, 
Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll go 2-0 uh, and change my prediction. All right, cool. Well, that's about it that we have for you guys tonight. Just wanted to throw a quick uh, episode out today um, just as you guys get ready for next week. Um, we will not be doing a preview about the Loudon game. We will um, let uh, the boys and uh, their special guest uh, talk about it um, on Monday. Um, so we'll not do a preview for that one, but we'll be back with a preview for the following Saturday. Uh, so thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. We're part of the Beautiful Game Network. Go check us us and other podcasts out at bgn.fm you can find us on spotify stitcher itunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts subscribe and leave us a review and you can contact us online at mongols on facebook and twitter and mongols pod on instagram let us know what you think of our shows we love hearing from you guys it's great to hear from you whenever and whatever you guys want to talk about but until next time have a great day ciao